You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast sponsored by Go Proposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is Go Proposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardized pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck. If you're not using it already, I highly recommend you check it out. Just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the latest episode of the Bookkeepers podcast. Oh, welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. Oh my gosh, last day, Joe. the last day. Wait, it comes around so quickly, doesn't it? Why does it yeah. happen so fast? Best I things know. happen, go in a flash, don't they, eh? We have got an amazing session though this afternoon and hi everyone who's live. Let us know if you're here live or watching the replay. Let us know what you're doing this afternoon. Like, how, what? Yeah, what are you doing to live your best life? We are here with our friend Lucy Sheridan. Lucy, how are you? I'm great, thanks darling. I've got my little uh, 11 month old assistant, assistant with me today, the real boss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, she is the real boss. Oh, how, I mean, Lucy, do you want to let everybody know? I mean, we have introduced you before, but do you want to let everybody know who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, lovely to be here, gals. My name's Lucy Sheridan and um, most of what I do is around helping people with comparisons. So my official um, title is the comparison coach because helping people stop comparing to other people, stop comparing to who they think they should be, and stop comparing to um, who they they were once is really where all of my work goes. So yeah, it's really excited to be here. It's really, I, I think we all compare ourselves all the time. Right. A lot of, this week we've been talking about building your personal brand. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think there's just so much that comes up. <laughs> so much that comes up here we've been talking about social media how to understand your values how to get yourself out there how to get known how to be comfortable with doing that and I know you're the perfect person to help with this (laughs) what do you think are like the fundamental things we need to think about when we get ourselves ready to first of all start raising our profile well I think um, that's actually there's a good clue in your question there Zoe actually because yes girl live your life and because we, we think that there is an element of we will be ready, but actually it's in the starting where a lot of the power is and taking imperfect action. And, you know, to go back to your question around essentials, what I'd say is, is you, it's about making sure you're playing to your strengths and working around the life and business that you have, not that you wish you had. So, for example, playing to your strengths and looking at if there can be certain standards you can adopt. So specifically, Somewhere I would always start is, okay, how would you describe your social media approach now? A lot of people might say sketchy, a bit stop start, you know, a bit like that nursery rhyme. When I'm good, I'm very, very good. When I'm bad, I'm horrid, you know, in terms of there is that stop start. So what I would invite you to have a think about, all of us here, is around what's a new minimum that you can hit every week, not every day. What's a new minimum you can hit every week? So if you were to have a think about, okay, well, I occasionally post on LinkedIn. I'm sure I can remember my login to Instagram somewhere. And I'm on Facebook quite a lot. If you were to have a look at what, you know, your process is, you can call it that at the moment, and then set a new minimum, one step up in terms of quality, regularity, reliability, 
Notice I haven't mentioned the C word consistency here. The word consistency and being consistent can bring up a lot of stuff for us about being perfect, being predictable. I'm not inviting anyone to be consistent. I'm saying be reliable. And what does that mean? That means that when you do post, your audience have come to rely on you to be amused, to be entertained, but to be informed and to be assured. So if you can, like I say, look at what your current habits are now and what that breaks down to in terms of actions. Bring that up one step, not have to transform who you are, pretend you don't have the life and business that you had. You can bring that up one step. This is this, that space, that's the difference that makes all the difference. That's what makes social media reorganize itself around you. And because we're so lucky to have these free channels, that also means that your market and your customers reorganize themselves around you as well. So to summarize, don't try and be perfect. Don't try and even be prolific. But look at what is where are things at right now? What's one step up which you can commit to these new minimums and start taking action on there? So for me... I would say if you need a starting point, look at going on Instagram stories three times a day, every day. What I'm doing today, how it's going, how it went. And what you'll find, you'll get a natural rhythm. And then it's a case of understanding like another channel that you really want to use as well. And that I presume for us all here, it's got to be LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn's having a nice sort of makeover feel at the moment. All sorts of businesses are on there. The great thing about LinkedIn is, I don't know if you've noticed this, but no one complains about LinkedIn on LinkedIn. No one's like, oh, LinkedIn's hiding my stuff or they've added this new feature, which is very different to other channels there too. So LinkedIn is creative for business. It's about the business of business. So when it comes to us being confident, know that we can share, promote, ask questions in that forum and it's going to be invited. It's going to be dynamic and we're going to look like market players. We're not going to look like people that are just there in broadcast mode. So right, let me summarize again. Pick a new minimum, then identify two favorite channels that you can do really well. If we were having this conversation two years ago, I would have said one channel, the end. You go for it, you go hard because what we focus on expands, right? It's a really, really kind of good uh, you know, rule to live by. But things have changed so very much. It's actually a case of, yeah, have one primary channel, have a second or a third where you're smart with your content. What that doesn't mean is reposting a TikTok with all its branding onto Reels because that's lazy. That ain't good for your personal brand. But what it can mean is clever things like this. Perhaps you record a, um, a podcast and then you get that transcribed and it reaches maybe three pages of A4. And when you're looking at three pages of A4, you grab a pen, you're like, one post, another and another. One piece of content, a podcast, turns into a written piece, which could be a longer blog, which turns into maybe four LinkedIn posts, which then maybe turns into five um, slides on Instagram. One piece of content now having its reach times five ripple effect. Okay. So Instagram, sorry, social media keeps showing us what it is. You know, oh, be consistent, act with your audience and we'll give you a reach. We know that doesn't happen, right? So social media shown us who it is, shown us what it is. It doesn't even understand its own algorithm. It changes so fast. So what we need to do is play to our strengths. Get that one bit of content. Look at the ripple effect, ripple effect, ripple effect. Of course, repurpose it appropriately. Again, you know, it shouldn't say link in bio on a LinkedIn post because there ain't no bio to have a link in. Equally, I don't want to see TikTok watermarks all over a reel or over a Facebook video. So, you know, be kind and considerate to your audience. Make the repurposing fit for purpose. But ultimately, let get that content out there. Get it shared, get it shared, get it shared. And what you'll find here 
if you start to become prolific and you start to, it, people start to think like, wow, like you're kind of everywhere and you're not, but what you are doing is you're kind of like sending out carry pigeons. You go over there and you go over there and you head over there. And what we find is that this one action starts to work really hard for us. And what does that mean? It means it's working hard for our businesses too. And that means if you're busy, if you're a beginner, if you've fallen out of love with social media, you can find your place again. And I think that's another essential actually is that, Give yourself a blank page and, and also a blank slate. If you feel like you haven't cracked it before or you've played around or you kind of faffed about, let's say, technical term, faffed about. It's gone quiet. I'm checking if she's okay. Yes, she is. Um, if, she's, if you faffed about, please give yourself the chance to, to really kind of commit to being, yeah, you know what, maybe I have played around before and I didn't really take it seriously, but this is the time that I will commit. And this is the time I'm really going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a push. I'm going to test and I'm going to learn. And what you'll, what you'll find is if you give yourself that energy of learning and you're not trying to be the best or be the guru or be the most important, you'll take up exactly the space you're supposed to. Because here's the thing about any great personal brand. It stands on its own and it doesn't have to take from others and it doesn't have to shout louder, <laughs> ironically, um, that maybe that maybe others do. It's about taking up exactly the right space that is there. Another thing I'd say to us here, pals, is play to your strengths. If you hate reels, don't do them. If you love the written word, fantastic. If you love recording audios, cool. It's play to those strengths. One moment, I'm just going to just put her on my lap, okay? Oh, Lucy. I totally oh love God. this, Joe. I love this. Oh I'm, God, like, just writing like... all my notes. Yeah, I've got, like, this, like, where's that starting point? Because I think for so many of us, like, we... Um, oh there's so much to talk about Lucy but I think like a lot of us do beat ourselves up for not um not being consistent that was a really good point and we do like you do need to show up you do need to be there but I love the idea of turning into becoming reliable because then actually from your point of view it's not just I have to create something for social media because that's kind of my job it's people need me to tell them this they need me to share it and it, it has a different there's a different angle there and it, you can relate to that in a different way. Totally. And something which I, I promise you will get you past any like mental block or any what should I post is to start to begin with the end in mind. Like everything, like, you know, start with the end goal, what's there. Because what that will do is if you know where you're heading, you can work back from there and each bit of content becomes a stepping stone. Is there anything more intimidating? Actually, there are a lot more things intimidating, but isn't it intimidating when you open your app and you've not, posted in a while and then um, you're like, I don't know what to say I don't know what to say I'm not interesting I you know I don't feel current I don't feel like I'm you know switched on what am I going to do whereas if you know that your goal is to um, speak at a brilliant bookkeeping event or if you know that your goal is to bring in four retained clients before February next year because you know the difference that's going to make to your business if that's your goal you can work backwards from that about what that means when it comes to content or that's just code for stuff you post right it's just code, code just code for stuff you post so for example for me I'm currently one of my goals is to look at um welcoming three or four new private clients before the end of January so I'm showing who I am because that's important but I'm showing like what I'm about and I'm like sharing what other clients have said about me and I'm also sharing about how I work and what clients can expect from me so that there are no assumptions or question marks over that because 
my you know information page it's fantastic but it can only get me so far with people and what's really um important when we um you know we play roles in our excuse me we play roles in our clients lives like all of us do here is that we show that we are a person we show that we care we show that you know we have opinions and we have, you know, our favorite person on Strictly, you know, be letting our clients in on that part of our lives does not, um, it, it actually adds to our credibility and trust because it shows um, their clients that what we're like to work with, not just what we can do, because we all, I think, can probably share here and agree that so much of being the best we can be it's not just what we do it's who we are it's how we can have a conversation with client when things are maybe a bit tricky or um, they need help with negotiating something and really showing like what our skills are and our approach and how nothing's too much or you know exactly how we love to work with people and what those relationships are that we cultivate on social media because it's such an amazingly big lens that it gives us to show who we are and what we do and I think anything that if you're looking to stand out as a personal brand no matter how busy you perceive your marketplace to be you'll never regret bringing more of yourself to it now that does not mean you have to share the contents of an argument on whatsapp or you know um let people in on your, your shopping if that's not your vibe what I would say is if you can agree with yourself what you do want to show I know speak that. it's all right babes if you, love you. If you can agree on um, what you do want to show and show loads of that, you will absolutely transform things for yourself on social media. I show everything I show on social media. It's easy for me to say is absolutely true. It's about this much of my life because the rest is mine. The rest, the rest is my relationships with other people that have not consented to me on social media. You know, yeah, it's like me. Yes. Yes, apps. Oh my good Lucy, this is just this is just pure gold. And what so I'm I'm still listening, I'm still thinking of all the first things you said and I'm trying to process everything. I love the fact about like stop setting the bar so high. I think that is something everyone does too much and and um I learned something I went to a um an event on Monday and there was a lady there talking about using video more and um and she gave a really good tip and it's something that I've started, I did, and some of you may have seen, I did a reel. I'm not very good at, I'm not the best at like, Zoe's very good at social media. I am definitely learning. I'm definitely learning. <laughs> and, um, and, she, and she just said, just in the day, document little things. And at the end of the day, you can put a few bits together and see and put it in a reel. And I did that when I went up to London the other day. I'm like, I'm just gonna film that I'm, my husband's driving me to the station and oh, here's the entrance to the station. And oh, the sun's shining and oh, there's Battersea Power Station. And, <laughs> and then I put it together in a little reel and I spoke over it and I was like, oh, I quite like that. That was just <laughs> documenting yeah. tiny little slithery snippets of the day. But aren't we all really nosy and we like to, we like to see what other people are up to and we're not expecting them. I didn't show anything about me being an expert in anything. I was just showing up somewhere and I actually just, just took a journey. That's yeah. what I did. And yeah. um, I went somewhere and I just shared it. And um, it's, it's mad that, but I really quite, I thought, oh, I quite like that. And yeah. actually what it made me think is actually, I really like it when I see our bookkeepers being them, whether it's like at the side of a rugby pitch or whether it's oh, walking the dog, all of those things. Oh, yeah. we agree with you there. And um, forgive me, there's a question here, Joe. if you don't mind me just answering it. One of, of our course. pals has said, what balance would you say for posts? Which percentage of each should we post per day, week? 50% about us and 50% about our service? I think because um, many of us here are founders, 
Um, it, yes, if it's helpful to have a, a quantity, I would say yes, half and half, because that says to me really well-rounded and really balanced. And fifty, you know, the 50% of you can be really glad I went for a run this morning because I had a late meeting put in later on. Or, you know, um, you know, saying to me, like, big thanks to me yesterday, realising I run out of biscuits. You know, it can be the fun, jovial, like, things that we have fun sharing memes about in um, WhatsApp. And it can also be things like, I really love this song, it really speaks to me, whatever. So I would say 50-50 yeah, is absolutely perfect because what then what you're doing is you're saying, this is what I do, this is what I, how I help, and this is who I am, this is what makes me tip, tick. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you also, and I bet we can all relate to this too, is there anything better when you meet a client and there's great chemistry? And like, you can have a bit of a giggle and like they sign their emails off in a friendly way. And it's, you know, when you really feel like there's a culture match there, there's a personality match there. And we, yet yeah, we all know, don't we? If maybe we've had a client that, oh, we're like chalk and cheese, oil and water. They're all kind regards. I'm all like, hi, babes. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this isn't going to work at all. Uh, so, <laughs> so what I also yeah. think social media is really good at is, I love you. Um, I think what social media is really, really good at is showing our vibe and showing you know our personality because mm. I'll sometimes joke with my clients look if you're after an Alan Sugar punch like you know tell you off or a Tony Robbins punch the air coach I will only disappoint you and like please don't come near me <laughs> you know because that's not my thing at all but if you're looking for someone who one of my clients calls me the velvet hammer is will be kind but get you the breakthroughs then that is me you know so and I'm sure part of that is social media so that when people are on, on these calls with me or, you know, we're, we're discussing anything when it comes to business, um, there's that personality match which is there. And I feel like I'm able, we're able to speak the same language, even if we don't speak the same language. Excuse me. Um, there's someone mentioned earlier in the conversation that they love your energy, Lucy. We love your energy too. Oh, thanks, pals. I think one of the things is, you know, people see uh, people coming onto social media and with lots of energy or lots of something, and then they're like, "Well, I'm not like that, so no one's yeah. going to pay attention to me." Uh, why? What do we do? Because there are also lots of bookkeepers here in this, um, watching this right now, who are thinking, "Well, they're really visible. I know them. I know them. I'm never going to be able to do that." How can you like? What do you need to do yeah. to start? We've got to stop. I think we've got to stop thinking about other people. But I'd love to know what you yeah. think about that. Oh, for sure. Well, let me say, I don't think there's anything more magnetic than natural enthusiasm. So I am here in a group of people where I feel supported and I feel really lucky to be here in this group and share a bit about what I know and what I found out and, you know, save you a few kind of like problems down the line. Um, but certainly, you know, what this is me, this is really truly me, but I also take breaks. And so what I'd say is, you know, it's important, it's absolutely important to be yourself but also let your natural enthusiasm shine through, okay? And so for some people, um, your natural enthusiasm will be like, will be you literally saying, hello, just back from a dog walk, have a great day. And it's just the natural like tone of your voice. And, you know, for others, it'll, you know, be like, I've just had lunch and a coffee. So I'm like, da 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 perfect timing. I'm on with the six-figure bookkeepers, you know? But it's letting your natural enthusiasm shine through. There'll be some days when it's like, oh gosh, I'm really tired, you know, or this hasn't gone too well. Wish me luck with getting this, you know, tire changed or whatever, you know, when life happens. But it's not about pretending those things aren't happening. It's going with it. And um, what, I'd, what I'd also say, it's, it's so important for you to, to put this through the filter of you. So, for example, let's say you don't even want to show your face yet on camera. It just makes you feel a bit odd. That's completely fine. What you can do, sure, 
um, what you can do is you can just start almost like a reality show. You start to film what's going on around you. You start to film your hand with your new nails or, you know, your favourite ring or your favourite pen with your coffee cup and your desk. And then you um, start to um, film a bit like, you know, the commute or, you know, the, the document you're working on. Obviously, client anonymity comes first. Um, and then and then what you'll find is you're, you are visible and you're part of the conversation and you're part of the content that people are enjoying and digesting. And they're still getting to find out loads about you and loads about your business. But not once have you been like, hiya. Mm -hmm. No, so uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not about, it's not a competition about who's the most extroverted. And listen, you may not believe this, but I will say I've been active, active on social media because I've had to be for about five, six years. My business is only nine years. Well, no, my business is nine years now. It will be 10 soon. And um, I was, uh, it was like pulling teeth for me. Wild horses had to drag me onto social media. I didn't want to do it but it was setting the new minimums that really really helped and I thought well I've got to join in so what's my minimum way of joining in because I'll tell you what you might not like being on social media but there's nothing worse than feeling like you're on the sidelines either so perhaps rather than like a problem to solve we can look at this like as a puzzle to solve which is okay based on my strengths and based on how much I want to show because of who I am, what's important to me, what could I do? And how might that look? And how will I test it? Just give yourself loads of space around that testing and learning. And before you know it, you'll be basically a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> well, optional. <laughs> oh, thanks, Nicola, love. <laughs> What was the um what was the first thing you did then? So when you came onto social media six years ago, so what what did you do to get started? Well, it was a very different place. It's like being back in the Victorian age, but I will say um I started to post every day something. <laughs> and then when stories came out, I was like, oh no. Oh, I don't like this at all. But then I started to post, I said, right, okay. Well, at least I can be on being on stories every day on Instagram through the lens of Instagram. It was felt really easy to me. I'm just now, I'm catching a lot of you up here because I've only just properly cracked and clicked with LinkedIn and what it can do and the people that are on there. And actually it is a place for all sorts of businesses and all sorts of founders. And I'm really glad that the pennies finally dropped for me um, in that. But um, what, but one of the things I, I did was like, what I made sure I did was just to be present. So even if it's, oh, you know, last minute appointment in, you know, rather than like, I've, got this, I've read this thing in Harvard Business Review and here are four bullet points I want to share with you about what's in there. Um, but equally, you know, it can be really helpful to have other references as well. So I think, um, so in the Good Grow, my program, we, we, we have a bit of a content cake, which is like a four pillar content. And anyway, one of those pieces is um, around signposting and positioning. And these are the types of posts that give lots of confidence to your market, lots of confidence to your clients. And what these posts are, are you having a position or sharing knowledge about what is going on in your market? So what you could do is you could set um, a news alert for BBC Finance. And if you're a small business bookkeeper, um, then um, you set the alert up on Google, a Google alert. And then whenever small business finance com comes up, you'll get an email about it, literally. You click on it, you read it, you think, have I got a point of view on this? Would my community value from value seeing this? Because well, the answer is often yes. If you've not to, to both, then certainly one. And if the answer is yes to yes, I've got a point of view on this. What you do is you say, I've just seen this. In the third paragraph, there's this quote. It reminds me of when this happened to me. 
passing it on to you in case it serves you today. Equally, if it's just, I say just, but if it's a value to the community to say, this has just landed in my inbox, I wanted to pass it on to all of you because I know that up here there are a lot of people that are train drivers or whatever. And then what that's really good for is it really raises your curator credentials. So when we create, we create content, hi, I'm in the bath, if you you know, just keep it clean. Um, hi, I'm the, hi, I'm on the way to the client. Hi, this is my dog. Hi, this is my reel about this. But there's the curator credentials. And this is especially great if you maybe do consider yourself a little bit more introverted, not someone that has to be kind of bouncing around the world. Bouncing around the world, bouncing off the walls, what I meant to say there. And um, so your curator credentials, and that way you're visible on social media because what you know and what you have access to. And yet it's a case of, you know, go on Bloomberg, go on Harvard Business Review, go on BBC BBC Business and look at what are these big macro things that these big publications and enormous market-defining platforms have deemed as important enough to post about. Start reading more of those. And your industry knowledge will increase incredibly. And like I say, your curator credentials will go off the off, will go through the roof too. You'll also find that you'll reignite your interest with your industry. So let's say um, that your your um, uh, audience are mainly train drivers or bakers or um, oh I don't know. Pick whatever pick whatever topic is correct if you also sign up for alerts and sign up to the trade magazines of your clients too jewelry makers for example coaches uh retailers etsy businesses the, the list is as endless and, and, and unique as we are if you sign up for alerts on what's going on in those businesses as well and in those markets well that's going to give you a real edge what do i mean when i say edge i mean this like competitive spirit and what i mean by that is like it's an advantage this edge of i know do you want to like it's always like kind of it builds our credibility of this isn't part of what i do this is all that i do i'm not just interested in like what i'm literally writing down to help my client today i am taking my place in this industry and i am being a sharer of knowledge and information so you know when you get me you don't just get my personal expertise you get my passion for driving a market forward and that's hard to find because people love the sound of their own voice so if you can reference where you get your information from the authorities that you listen to it will add more and more credentials to you and what you're doing especially your social media i think it was um Isambard Kingdom Brunel, who said, we see further from standing on the shoulders of giants. And that's true whether it's science, it's art, it's music, whatever. And to reference your teachers, reference your training, reference your journey to today, even if it was a really big, you know, kind of like wiggly line, or, you know, maybe um, you really admired a mentor along the line, or there's a book you recommend for your clients. Reference your teachers, reference where you get your information from. It's great for your authority and it's also the truth. You know, it's like we don't have to be the originator, the creator of every single thing. I know certainly, you know, when I've sent books to clients where I've said, right, we need to go into this together. I'm not pretending I wrote a Harvard Business Review 10 years ago. <laughs> and in fact, perhaps this is useful. Speaking of Harvard Business Review. I went to a brilliant event this week and one of the speakers there referenced this article from Harvard Business Review, which is about marketing in a downturn. And um, it's 10 years old. 
but it's still really relevant today. Zoe, I'll send it to you on WhatsApp. And if you'd like to share it with the group, just an extra reference. It, listen, it's quite dense, okay? It's like, it's pages and pages, but it still sounds the test of time. And let me tell you, like the recession for me, is not just a economic theory. We lost our house in the last recession. So when it comes to like my business having to work I and mean, having to see things through and I have to understand the market, social media is not just an app on my phone. It is the backbone of my business pipeline. And I'm financially responsible for this family, which means her as well. So, you know, social media, I have a love-hating relationship with it. But I'll tell you what, I love it a lot more for what it can do. Um, sometimes not, I don't love what it is, but I love it for what it can do. Oh, my yes. God. There's, and actually, you know what? Everyone watching this um, who has been to a, a conference this year or is going to a conference next week with us accounting web just going to plug that um or if you are watching a any of the sessions if you're watching any of the live webinars that are happening i spoke to Catherine frimmond who i know has been who she told me she's joined two sustainability talks this week if you're watching anything this is the stuff you can be sharing i saw this it, and um it's it's easy it's just we forget to do it and it's almost like we need a way to remind ourselves that we we have this knowledge totally yeah Amazing. I mean, we often we often say as well, like the fact that you're all here now. That, you know, you're watching this. You are you're investing. You are learning, and and your future clients they're going to want to know that you're that type of person. Yeah. That you are working on yourself yeah. as a person and improving yeah. your skill set and your mindset. Everyone's gonna everybody's gonna know that. And I think and and that's something as well. Because I've noticed I do a lot more since I've been working on LinkedIn. Is that I've learned that. Um, from Ashley Leeds, he told me that like when you comment, you know, don't just just do a like. Actually, write a comment and make it more than seven words long because people, you know, actually have a. And you're more likely to start a conversation. So as well, if you are feeling a bit nervous, get into the comments and start making relationships down there and start giving your opinion there. Maybe you don't feel confident enough to write a post with your opinion in, and maybe sharing someone else's opinion is maybe like we've sp spoken about here, referencing things and things like that might be good. But make sure when someone does comment on a post of yours, go and ask them, you know, how, is it, how does that make you feel? Have you ever experienced yeah. anything like that? Go and start some yeah. conversations. That's yeah. why we've got to be social on social media. And that's it. And what I'd say is LinkedIn is where Instagram was four years ago. I don't like the term land grab, but there's a land grab available now. And like people say that about TikTok. TikTok's not for me. That's not necessarily where my audience are. And that's fine. But LinkedIn is prime. I read an article recently that only 10% of people with an account post. That means the, the potential for eyes on who you are and what you're doing is huge. There isn't, there isn't another platform that offers that. There isn't. We're all primed to have a really good time on there. Do you think that Instagram, lots of people have said this week about Instagram's dying, uh, like nothing's performing on Instagram. You need to, I've said to someone, it sounds like you need to be on TikTok. And it's uh, it's really interesting. Like Joe and I have been told and we've had some coaching on TikTok because it feels like that sh should make sense. But it's very much about like what's happening here. Is that going to be right for us? And I wonder, as someone who uses Instagram so much, what you yeah. think about it? I definitely think that it lost its magic a long time ago, but it's, I mean, my account hasn't grown on there in a long time. And I've got a big account. My account's over 60,000, but my business has grown through it. And so, you know, when we look at the metrics, I'm going to kind of hang on in there because the community that I've built and who they are and what they need, I believe I can still serve. But I'm definitely looking at, you know, 
not just sitting complaining about it going on to more platforms and you know repurposing like a kind of um shared here as like one of the great essentials repurposing what i'm doing on instagram to make it um have a much bigger reach on there but yeah i don't think instagram's dead but it, it's lost a lot of its magic and i i'd be i'd be very curious to see where it does go because i just i do think people left it for a while went to tiktok and then weren't getting results because you know, TikTok is an entertainment platform. It came out and wrote a post about it saying, we are not a business platform, we're an entertainment platform. So don't think, you know, you're going to get here what you thought Instagram was missing. Instagram, you know, can never, you know, it, that's not what we do. So it is an entertainment platform. So that's something to bear in mind as well when we are on there. There is going to be attention. It's brilliant for brand building, but don't just, don't leave, don't put everything in one basket. I think... Um... <laughs> Sorry, going, Joe. No, I, I was I was going to say the same. I think in the, yeah, in the past we used to talk about your pillar platform having that one one pillar platform, but now it definitely does feel that you know you need to you need to have two or three and have somewhere. I mean, Facebook for me, I'm 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 so ancient and old. I love Facebook, but I found it quite an interesting um, and I'm quite enjoying LinkedIn. And they, at the beginning, when when I was using LinkedIn, I used to see the posts of this isn't Facebook, hashtag this isn't Facebook. Like you can't be, but now you can absolutely just be the same person I feel and I'm able to really easily repurpose my content between Facebook and LinkedIn. For me, it's very, a very different audience. Um, and I've, but I've got, you know, we're building, we, me and Zoe are working with like software and brands and people in the industry and there's lots of people in there and, and, um, and I wouldn't say, and I get, do get leads from other professionals there as well in in LinkedIn I think someone said so in your opinion oh sorry I was gonna say not that one one. um so in your opinion which is the best platform for the more serious-minded boring individuals and I love that how LinkedIn yes LinkedIn absolutely end <laughs> that's, that's it though isn't it I've we've been told this lots of times and I think there's a lot of resistance to LinkedIn from people saying it doesn't feel like a good place but what can you do so what can you do if I, so my experience Lucy was I built my LinkedIn account based around a corporate role like lots of job searching in yeah. the past yeah. and connecting with people locally like in my sort of Bristol area where there might be like employment opportunities thinking about that and then just basically filling my LinkedIn contacts with people who I'm never going to work with now in this business Mm. and um but also connecting with people who um are I I don't know like um the noisier people who are going to like um you know make a bit of a noise on LinkedIn and sometimes it doesn't feel like a great sort of happy place Mm. and I know you can like unfollow people um but what can you do if if you find that you're because you were talking about community on Instagram and that's like we don't really see Instagram as a community maybe because you kind of feel like you're putting something out and a few people reply but it's not like a team like it is here on Facebook um what do you do if you just feel like it's not a great place to go on your account I I think this may not be right but I think we've kind of got to take it on the chin a little bit they're free apps that are going through their own growing pains you know Instagram's going through a weird teenage phase at the moment um and there's a strange vibe on there not as bad as it was maybe six months ago, but it's lingered there. I think we have to remember that we we own the content. We don't own the content. We create the content. The channels are there to serve us. They're free. They keep showing us who they are. And there are going to be times when you feel like you're flying 
and that the vibe is really good. And just like any office or just like any relationship, there'll be times when things feel a bit freaky and a bit crunchy. But um, I think we kind of have to take it on the chin a little bit and make sure that we are in as good space as possible and we always have an end game. If you're just faffing around on LinkedIn, it doesn't matter if things are good or not. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. begin with the end in mind. What's the goal? Um, and how can we use the content to work back from that goal? Because what you'll find is then you become very unaffected by um, what everyone else is saying. She's like, look, I'm here to contribute. And um, this is how I'm going to contribute today. And I'm also going to contribute in this way. So I'm going to share this content. I'm going to share my opinion here. I'm going to reshare this. I'm going to say that was, I was surprised, but that was helpful. I'm going to contribute to it. And then I'm going to get out again. What I'd also mm-hmm. say is you can put your app, which ultimately is really a way of saying be intentional. Don't be on the apps by on like by accident. There are plenty of other things we could be doing, and you'll never get the time back, and it will only rob you of your time. Okay. So what I'd say is that I have all my social media apps in a folder, which I change the position of on my home home page on my phone, and the folder is called really question mark. So not only do I have to go and search for the folder, when I'm there, it's got like Netaporter, Pinterest, you know, like the banking apps, that kind of thing. Like, what are you doing? Where's your money going? Where's your time going? Where's your attention going? And it's really brought, you know, that intention means that I'm not wasting time or getting caught scrolling. And because there's more to life, there's more to business. We want to make sure that we stay sharp, we stay vital. So if any time we're not really feeling it or our LinkedIn feels like it's not where we want it to be. Look for the positive, look for the good, maybe mix things up again, up a bit and follow 10 or 20 people um, that you, you know, you admire in the business world that might be completely different sectors to you, beauty, um, fintech, a charity sector, start to make your feed look a bit more, a bit, a bit different. That will change the vibe of it for you and you'll find you'll get a lift that way. And that's so important what you said, it's about taking some like, ownership responsibility and that's what we need to do as business owners that these platforms aren't there to make us loads of money and all of this like and they are going to change and they're, they're going to do things that are, in, are better for them they're business people and I think sometimes I, I know I saw um, Nicholas saying I've just got the hang of Instagram and now I'm gonna have to sort out LinkedIn but realizing that we're never in business we don't ever arrive there's no final destination you're going to get somewhere and then you're going to have to move on to the next bit because something in your life something in your industry something in technology things are going to keep changing time and time again and so I think we have to get comfortable with realizing that we're never going to get comfortable forever and that as long as what we're doing is coming from our heart is really truly us that we're doing it to add value serve we are not one of those people that people need to unfollow I don't I don't ever think you know I'm me and Zoe are very much like, we don't want to go and put up one of those posts that's going to devise everybody mm-hmm. and they're all going to have an opinion. I'm not here for that. That's not for, that's just not me. But whatever you are, just be you and realize that, you know, nothing is set in stone. We have to keep working to move forward. You're never going to just, James Ashford says this, you're never going to stand still. You're on like an escalator and you've either got to keep working to keep moving that little bit forward. If you stand still, you'll just go back down. You, you, you've always got to do something. So, like you say, we don't own the platforms. We own what's in our minds and we can add value on whatever that platform is. And you can, we're so lucky we get to choose and get to try them out. And we get to, the chance to unfollow and follow new people. And, 
and I think sometimes there's this big like it's so scary for some people when they've never started but just um I, I like the thing about you know creating content before I consume it I know that if I go in and start consuming content straight away I'm already thinking that imposter syndrome comes up and goes oh, I've just read some really good things I can never write anything as good as that so sometimes I find that if I before I open an app I think what is it I'm gonna write or do and then I kind of treat myself to having a little scroll afterwards really good really good oh bless well oh my, I love that your little girl's gone to sleep what a girl oh Lucy this has been amazing thank you so much it's been an amazing conversation yeah. my pleasure friends and um yeah I really hope you know some of it's been helpful I think it's been incredibly helpful. Lucy, how can people connect with you and find out more about what you do? I'm on the gram at Lucy Sheridan uh, is where you can find me over there. Thanks so much for having me. I've had such a lovely time. Thank oh, you. We love having you, Lucy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you everyone that's joined us live today. It's been so nice to have so many of you here on a Friday afternoon. We have our final boot camp session at 8 p.m. tonight. <laughs> Zoe, what were we discussing? Come back and join us. We're going to be answering your questions about everything we've covered this week. So if you if you had some questions that came up last night when we were doing that content session, if you've got some questions about your expertise, your niche, we're here to help with that. Um, if you've got any questions about the Six Month Success Programme, come and ask them on the call as well. It's at eight o'clock. We'll be live here in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club and we'll see you later. Have a great Yay. afternoon. Bye. Bye. See you later. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers Podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.